0: and welcome to the compassionate achiever podcast where you'll learn how helping others fuels your success. I'm Tracy Day and I'm here with my co-host Dr. Chris Cook and our producer Pete. Hi guys.
1: Hi. Hey, Tracy.
0: So today our topic is how helping your furry friends can help you and help others. So we have been talking all about how in this time of COVID, how difficult it can be. But let me tell you, anyone with a pet, I don't know about you guys, but I am loving them more and more. Not that I didn't love them to the end of the earth before, but even more so now. And we all have pets, right, Pete? You meow. Have a, a cat. <laughs> uh, <there's> the cat. Meow. <laughs> and there's Chris's dog. Now, do you only have a dog?
1: Oh, oh, yes. I have a Vishla named Colin, right? And and he has a deeper bark than what I just did right there. I did. I was going to say, that is you know, not the little a dog barks. Well, no, I, I know the little dog barks. Why? Yeah. Because I'm a runner, right? Uh, and <laughs> just, those dogs come at you, and that's what they sound like at first. So that's my warning to pick up my pace, is when I hear. <laughs> that's when that means I need to pick up my pace.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a little one and a big one. So I have a Morky, Maltese and a Yorkie. He's 12 pounds. Then we have Maggie, who's a golden doodle, and she's 50 pounds. So, you know, there. anyway, whatever size dog, cat, you know, pot billy, pig, whatever you have. <laughs> <Pick up. laughs> or a pet, I, I think we're all learning how really helping them helps us. And we were just talking about how it is amazing. Shelters are actually saying for the first time ever, they have gotten rid of all of their dogs and cats. And it's so amazing because people have, because they're home, they want to foster them. And then hopefully when this all lifts and everything is open, they are not going to return those little furry friends. That, But I think that people will end up, I don't know how they could just bring them back. Although I understand, you know, why people do, because if they can, if they're not home all day, and that's what's been so great is, you know, adopting them as fosters, then they're home while we're all home. So it's been it's been really good for people that. But what are some other ways that helping your furry friends can help you? And and help others too.
1: Well, I mean, and Pete, Pete, you just got a uh, little kitten, right? And and so you have you have kids, so you could talk about what it's like to you know get a a a pet during this um, time.
2: Yeah, we had uh, a few months ago. We went one day. I I feel like we just talked about this recently, but it must have been somewhere else. Uh, We went to a, a cat rescue in town just to kind of go visit the kittens just as something to do with the kids. This is before, you know, lockdown. And uh, my son went up to every black cat in there and called them all toothless because he's obsessed with how to train Your dragon. So (laughs) then for, for weeks and weeks and weeks, he just kept telling us he wanted a black cat named toothless, which is great (laughs) because, you know, he's four and, you know, that's how four year olds are. Uh, So on a whim, my wife reached out to one of her friends and asked if she knew of anybody that had black cats. And she said, Oh, yeah, I do. She had just had a, a, a whole new litter of kittens. So we uh, set up the whole thing. And we met her in a parking lot of a grocery store and did the transfer socially distance, you know, protocols and went to the vet. And at the vet now you you call them and you talk to them, you put the cat in a carrier on yeah. the driveway and they come out and get him, and do the exam and call you on the phone and then deliver him back out it's crazy um but it's been great you know it's i'm all scratched up but that's you know the nature of the beast and uh the kids are learning you know we're having them feed him twice a day and they're learning that they oh, can't pick him up and they're learning how far you can push a cat before you get scratched and you know it's it's really good
1: for them they're yeah not too far yeah, they, not very far. <laughs>
0: but at don't all. you think that having a pet really is great life lessons? Absolutely. And I mean, not only just the responsibility of having to take care of them, but also, and not to you know be morbid, but you know, learning about life and death and when they get sick and you know all those things that go along with it. And I, I just think that. They bring such a different um, set of, I don't know, not only responsibilities, but values to your life and it just experiences. And it's amazing. And it's it, I think it's funny too, how we have changed. I mean, as we know, the the pet food and and the just like all that whole genre has just gone crazy. You know, people growing up, we always had a ton of cats and a ton of dogs at at times up to eight. And but people didn't like I know. Right. And but they didn't look at their dogs and cats the way they do now. They didn't treat them like that. I mean, so I think now they're they're really part of your family. You know, I mean, no longer do people you know, leave them outside. I mean, you know, people used to have dog houses, leave a dog like in your yard in the dog house. When do you ever see a dog house?
1: Yeah. They all roam the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. They used to, but there are some people who still do Tracy. And what, to your point though, when they do that and it's all night long and you can hear them barking, someone calls the police and that, and that dog then is taken in or taken away. So to the point is that people really do um, care, even when it's not their dog, right? They care about other people's dogs, right? And in Canada, even, that if you, if you kill a dog, you hurt a dog, that's like, it's treated as you're hurting a person. And so if you, it's like committing murder, uh, if you hurt a dog or kill a dog, I uh, kill a dog, obviously, uh, in, in Canada. And more and more places are like that. And more and more places are, you know, you can't do what in the past to animals. And, uh, you know, growing up, I remember my fifth birthday, I got the runt of the litter uh, in, in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey, and I felt like I was a grown up at five years old because I had to take care right, of this this little being. And that little being became my best friend and when he died <laughs> i was a teenager and i cried like it was no tomorrow because the emotional support right and That's and the love true. right yeah. that that they give and speaking of love we heard pete's little little dude right in the background <laughs> yeah. right and it's perfect timing on love yeah. right you hear exactly. a little a little one's voice it's and you hear love i mean it goes together but the same thing with pets Right. The, the love is just un- we talk about it unconditional. And I wish we would see each other as human beings more like that and take the time to listen and to give credit and to and to be with someone like really be with them. And I think we've forgotten that And the pets. And you were talking about this at the start of the show. Our pets are animals kind of awaken that in us again. And I wish we just wouldn't leave that idea that awakened idea when we leave our house i wish we would take that with us when we leave our houses every day
0: and for the people that are you know i i have i know a lot of people that are single and they're you know quarantined at home by themselves for the last couple of months and thank god they all have pets because i you know i it just gets very lonely and let's Let's face it. Pets provide, like you said, so much love and and just that unconditional acceptance. You know, I, and and the memes have been hysterical. <laughs> uh, like some of these that I saw, one the dog is literally on the top of the soffit, and he's and the caption says, "Get away from me! I can't go on another walk with you." <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> like, Please, you know, but, and as you mentioned before, Chris, even when you take them out on walks and, and my daughter had said, oh, it's perfect because we have a six foot leash. We know how far we have to stay from people, but it's a conversation starter. It's a, you know, sometimes when you're just walking by yourself, people don't mention anything. They don't say hello or whatever, but I find when you do walk your dogs. They tend to be more friendly.
1: Yeah, I take it. I take it. And P I I know you want to get, you get in here, but I take that, you know, when I'm thinking things like that, I think of like famous books or like dogs, famous dogs like Scooby-Doo or, you know, Lassie. But here I was thinking Pet Cemetery, And <laughs> the best the best way in terms of the neighbor thing is pet neighborly, right? Is that a pets, you know, help us connect with our neighbors. My, my uh, dog, if... We, we let him out and he usually stays on the property. But if that young little lady down, right down, the, right across the pond is out with her owner, I know where my dog is, right? He's with my neighbor because that, you know, hot dog uh, <laughs> is literally out on the lawn. And I know my call is going to be there. And so that pet neighborly thing really does matter. And especially in this pet pandemic time. But Pete, you wanted to get in.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to say kind of what you were saying about um what other value the pets bring is I I'm, I'm seeing this in my kids is is see, watching them kind of learn to share the space with someone else. Like it happened with my son when we brought my daughter home and it happened again with the two of them when we brought the cat home, and I think understanding that that they're that they're different. You know, they have a different view of things and and I'm interested to see them kind of watch that evolve and watch them sort of learn and understand that Their view of the world is different and their needs are different and it's not, they can't do the same things that the other kid can do. And I think that's important for kids to understand and open their minds to, that can then be translated to other human beings in the world and how their lives and experiences are different. And that's, I think that's huge. And it never really occurred to me that that's something that pets can bring to people.
1: And that goes right into Luca, right? Listening, understand, connect, act. It goes right into understanding because that understanding is learning how to take a different perspective, right, than the one that you are, um, with, right? And that idea, is, I mean, if you think about it, we already just talked but what you just said, Pete, and taking a different perspective, that's understanding, understanding to you know what to do. And then the neighbor idea is connecting, right, as well. And so this idea of what our pets are doing for us during the pandemic is literally Luca. Because I don't know about you guys, you two. But Thank God for my pet, because I have a fantastic wife, as you know, you both know I married above me, right? And and I have three little boys, but the the being that listens to me the most is my dog. <laughs> and he'll turn his head sideways like I'm saying something important, even though I know he has no clue about what I'm saying. But he listens to me. And, and because of him, and, and it goes off of your cat meme, uh, Tracy, uh, I, I'm done walking, right? This, you know, I'm walking enough for the cat. I'm active. I'm actually, I've lost eight pounds during the pandemic because I'm going out walking. I'm not just running. I'm like taking Kalev out like for 15 walks a day,
0: right? <laughs> that's and,
1: that's it, what I mean. This
0: <laughs> a dog on the top of the socket. <laughs> so that was what the joke was. There. Got
1: it, got it, got it. But, so, but, you know yeah.
0: what? Like, talk about that connection too. So, Our son and his uh, wife just adopted a dog yesterday. So we did our usual, you know, Sunday Zoom call with the whole family. And it was so cute to see them connecting over this dog, Mm -hmm. trying to help him. And he's like five years old and he's a rescue. And they were saying how scared he was and everything else. But it was so cute to watch them trying to help this dog and, you know, they were like, well, we're trying to give him the space, but we, you know, we want to bring them out. And it was just, and, and like you said, Pete, what it's changing their whole, their home. It's, it's really, it's a change in their home. And then, you know, the other ones with the dogs in the family, they were like, yeah, we look back and we remember those, you know, that first week when you have them, but then, you know, now it's like, you can't imagine, like your house without them that, um, so it really does help you to help, to help your pets. I mean, it really, and, and you feel good about it. I I mean, it's, it does those endorphins and everything else that it really does make a difference, I think. And I, again, I understand why people don't have them because first of all they are expensive That's, uh, you know,
1: know,
0: (laughs) just the food, you know, people are like, well, the food isn't that bad. I'm like, no, the food is the least of your worries, you know, Um, but especially a dog, like if you're in the city, you have to have a dog walker if you're not home, I mean, and vet bills and, you know, it's an undertaking, but certainly one, I think if you can do it and you, you know, have the space and the time and wherewithal, it's, it's definitely worth doing. For sure, but so our compassionate achiever of the week is Pete. Pete.
2: Pete
0: always uh, does <clears> throat> throat>
2: yeah. it. Yeah, we're going this week with everybody who's involved with animals, pets. The the all of the the dog walkers who volunteer at shelters, all the shelter people, everybody who donates food and litter and everything to all the the rescues and. Uh, I, I know the rescue in town. I, I believe all the people are volunteers, so they're all all the ones that that allow us to to just go in and pick out that perfect pet and and bring them home and keep all these animals
1: safe until we're ready for them. So and all those right and all those people that and I, I know some of them here in Brookfield who, you know, kind of foster the pets. Yeah. Right. And you were saying this yeah. before, Pete. Um, the that, that takes a lot of work. And I don't know about you guys, but that also takes some special people. I was thinking about that when you I said that, Pete, it. earlier. No, I could never foster. <laughs> yeah, never. Exactly. I, feel like, don't forget it. I can't. Like
0: I'm attached you, to it. Oh.
1: You'd have fifty dogs, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. So yeah, when Pete said that earlier, I was like, Wow, I don't know if I could do that. I think I would become attached and that right that's that's a that takes a different a different type, breed of person. Um, yuck yuck, right, yuck. To, <laughs> um so that yeah that for all of you out there you are that working with animals and, and helping them because they really do help the rest of us thank you so much for being our compassionate achievers uh, of the week and we hope that you found ways in, during this discussion to unleash the compassionate achievers in your home, uh, on off your leash uh, at, at times as best you can for the, your dogs um, out there, but also within you so that you can unlock success. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thanks, everybody.
2: Hey, everybody. Real quick before we go, uh, please follow us on Instagram at Pod if you're not already and uh, post pictures of you with your pets and tag us in them. We would love to see them. The Compassionate Achiever Podcast is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Boldly. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CompAchieverPod, and feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.